0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new episode of our Satorial Talks. Today, I'm going to try to answer all the questions you have about double-breasted suits. And believe me, we receive a lot of questions. Am I too stout to wear a double-breasted suit? Am I too thin? Am I too tall? Am I too short? Am I too young? There's a lot of questions about this intriguing piece of comments, and uh, I'm going to try to cover completely the subject. Where The double-breasted suit is coming from? That's the first question to ask. It's very easy. It's coming from the sea. I mean, not literally from the sea, from the ships on the sea, from the Navy, from the naval world. Uh, It's what we still call, um, by the way today, a pea coat. That is the fisherman or um, naval army uh, coat, which is two layers of fabric, and one layer is going above the other layer of fabric. And this is what we call a eight on four buttoning, that is to say eight buttons with four functioning buttons. And you will see that a lot of people are sometimes confused about the appellation, how do we describe a double-breasted suit? And I'm going to teach you this very quickly because it's extremely easy to understand. So if you are interested in the double-breasted universe, you probably have heard, Um, Appellations like six-on-one, six-on-two, four-on-two, and you may be confused about what this six-on-one, six-on-two means. It's very easy. The first number is the number of buttons you have on your jacket. Most of the time, on a suit, you have six buttons. And then the second number, six-on-two, for example, describes the number of buttons that are active, that you can actually button, that is to say, which have a buttonhole and a button. So in the case of a six and two, as I show you now, you have six buttons. And then on the side that is going to overlap, you have two buttonholes. That is to say, six buttons out of which two are functioning. Six on two. That's the most classical uh, form of double-breasted suit. If you want something more... Uh, I would say stylish, less classical, with a little bit more of flair, um, which is uh, very interesting. Specifically in Italy, and the south of Italy, they're very good at that. You should go for the other uh, main category of double-breasted. It's called the six-on-one. So, as I will show you now, the six-on-one is the same principle. You have a layer on fabric which is going above the other layer on fabric. It has six buttons, but only the last one, so only one button can be buttoned. So we call it the six on one. The buttoning is much lower and it gives a longer roll to your jacket. So it's considered to be more casual than the six on two, which is considered to be more uh, classic and more business and more formal. And I'm gonna show you Another example of double-breasted, which is still a six-on-one. This six-on-one has become the signature double-breasted of uh, the Chiffonelli bespoke house in Paris. So as you can see, it's the same structure as the one before. There was a dark quarry from Napoli. This one is from Chiffonelli Paris. So you see it's six buttons and only one is buttoning, but the button which is buttoning is much higher than the former suit, which was an Italian. So on my Italian 6-on-1, you can see something very low, and on the French 6-on-1, it's the same buttoning system, but it's a little bit higher. Now you have the major types of double breasted 6 6-on-2, the most classic, 6-on-1, Italian style, very low, very casual, 6-on-1 French with the last row of button a little bit higher. That makes a suit which is an hybrid between a casual and a formal suit, and then I particularly like uh, personally. Now a few things about the double-breasted because once again it's a very intriguing and, and, and interesting subject. I caught the bug of the double-breasted uh, thanks to Massimo Cifonelli, which is the cousin of Lorenzo Cifonelli. I remember it very well, it was in 2008. I wanted to do my second bespoke suit with Cifonelli and uh, immediately Massimo he said, oh Hugo with your style, you should go to a double-breasted. You should immediately go double-breasted. And me, I had some kind of preconceived ideas about the double-breasted Ah, oh, It's from the 80s, um, it's for older people, or oh, it's for notaries or bankers. But me, I'm an artist, uh, I'm a writer, uh, I'm not sure double-breasted. But, and then Massimo insisted, because he knew a little bit my taste. And it was a six on two on Midnight Blue, that I've been using a lot, specifically for formal occasions. And I was very happy. that, that, that my first step. And then when you try the, for the first time to wear a double-breasted suit, the impression you have, it's in a double-breasted suit, which is well-cut, it's specifically for you if you go bespoke. When you put on your suit, you feel invincible. It's difficult to explain. It's something totally different than a single-breasted. And why do I say well-cut? So that's the issue with double-breasted. Many people say many things about double-breasted. You know, in the tutorial world, there's so many people now who speak with the social network, with the um, hundreds of blogs and hundreds of influencers, so-called. Uh, everything and nothing is said at the same time about double-breasted. I've heard so many um, incorrect things saying that if you are to start, you should avoid double-breasted because it put some more fabric on the front of your silhouette. If you are too short, you should avoid, avoid double-breasted because uh, the lapel will, will stretch your silhouette on the horizontal side, all this kind of stuff. The only thing I would answer to that is, uh, first of all, if you like it, wear it. Never, never, never listen to people who forbid you to wear something. If you like it, try it, and if it looks good, on you, buy it and wear it. That's the first thing. Believe in your own eyes, believe in your own taste, trust your judgment and trust your feeling. But the second thing which is true is that a double-breasted to, be, to look good on any kind of figure has to be well cut. Because, well, a not so well cut single-breasted suit uh, may be sufficient. Uh, honestly, if you go double breasted, you have to choose to go double breasted. it has to be well cut because if if it if it's not well cut, it is a catastrophe immediately and you will not be able to wear a suit. So this is why a double breasted suit is difficult to find or was difficult extremely difficult to find in ready to wear and it's still not easy to find a good double breasted suit. It's not that easy to find in ready to wear. It's more easy than it used to be a few years ago, uh, thanks to the sartorial movement, but it's still not very, uh, it's not your everyday suit. It's not the suit you're gonna buy uh, um, on an everyday basis. But it's also more difficult to make. Uh, And you can ask any tailors in the world, even if they say, oh, no, no, it's the same for me. No, 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 it's not true. It's more difficult um, uh, to work with because it's more fabric, It's a more complex geometrical figure. And you understand that the way, the the fact that you add layers of fabric on the front picture of somebody means that you have to be extremely balanced in the proportion to make sure that this suit really fits that body. So the first thing to remember if you want to acquire a double-breasted is the cut. The cut is fundamental. It comes before the fabric, it comes before everything, it comes before the style, the cut. And if you go for a ready-to-wear, I strongly advise you, you take your time in the fitting room, or if you do it online, where you are putting on your suit for the first time, to check if it's really cut for you, is the color gap. There's no color gap, that is to say, if your color is, is really sticking to your short color, this is the first thing to look at. And one thing also which is very interesting and that, we, uh, that I will show you now is the fact that um, um, if you have a little tension on the button, I don't say a big tension. A big tension means the jacket is too uh, small for you. But if you have a little tension at the buttoning of your jacket, it means that the suit is well cut for you. Because if it's if there's no tension, most of the time a double-breasted can can become visually too large for you. So. It's a, it's a very subtle balance you have to find. This buttoning button, the, the one, the working button, has to be a little bit tight. Um, one thing important to understand also about the style of a, a double-breasted uh, suit: a double-breasted suit is always with peak lapels. I mean, I've seen a few attempts of people who wanted to innovate, uh, trying to put notch lapels on a double-breasted suit, honestly, between you and me, and God knows if I have an open mind in men's style, it was horrific. So no-notch lapel, never on a double-breasted suit, because it doesn't go well. It's not even explicable why, but I think there's probably a geometrical explanation for that, but it doesn't work. Pick lapels only, that's very important. Let me give you now a few examples of which kind of double-breasted suits are recommended for which kind of figure. If you are thin and if you are short, under 5'8", uh, you should consider what we call a 4-on-1. Uh, there's a very famous photo of Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, who, as far as I know, is not a very tall man. He's around 5'7, and and he's wearing a double-breasted suit, four on one. And uh, I remember we wrote an article on this on Parisian gentlemen, specifically to explain why, if you are short, a four on one double-breasted can help you um, can help you stretch your silhouette by putting very few. Um, um, annoyances, disturbances on, on, on your jacket. are only four buttons, so it's very discreet. You attract attention to the, to the upper part of the torso, because it's totally blank, and you elongate the silhouette, you stretch the silhouette, and it's not busy at all on the front here, and it has a, a real phenomenon, with a visual phenomenon to elongate your silhouette. Now, on the contrary, if you are very stout, very big, Uh, very sturdy, specifically in the front. I will um, not recommend you to buy a double-breasted of the peg. If you really want to go double-breasted while having a start figure, you should go to a tailor. Why? Because the problem for you is on the front panel, is what you show on the front panel of your suit. And with the extra layer of fabric, if you are really sturdy and start on this area, it may become tricky, ready to wear, because um, some suit can t- quickly transform into skirts. You understand? That is to say, too much fabric. Because in order to cover your excess of weight here, uh, the ready-to-wear garment will have to be quite large. But if you are a little bit thinner at the beginning of the legs, all of a sudden your suit becomes a skirt. So you have to be very careful of that. My advice would be: if you are stout, go to a tailor if you want to go double-breasted. If you are too tall, you can um, wear a double-breasted suit and use the double-breasted buttoning to um, work on the horizontal frame of your silhouette. That's one of the most important rules to understand in all this tutorial subject. And that's a good occasion to, uh, to come back to it. Um, the dimension and the proportion of your body will guide the tailor, or will guide your choice of ready-to-wear. And there's always a solution, either to stretch your body vertically or to stretch your body horizontally, visually. And for that, you play with the lapel, you play with the button, and we play with different features on the jacket. So in the case of somebody who is extremely tall, what we're going to do is that we're going to soften this tallness effect with the buttons and so with the six on the one for example, we're gonna put the first row of button that you don't use way in the mid, almost in the middle of the jacket so that you work on the horizontal line of this tall figure. And you will see that the result can be extremely interesting. You can all of a sudden make a short person look way taller and a extremely tall person look more balanced simply by playing with the lapels, with the buttons and specifically with a double-breasted. One last thing about the double-breasted, you will read everywhere, the first rule about the double-breasted, it has to be worn, buttoned, never unbuttoned, whether you are standing or whether you are sitting. Well, um, I must admit that I, 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 I disagree. Specifically, when I when I'm sitting, I like to unbutton. Is it is it normal that you have to suffer when you are sitting, or you have to your jacket, you know, your 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 tie is about to 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 jump on the people in front of you? No, just unbutton it. Just be at your ease. Style is also being at one's ease. I know the purists don't like that, but I don't care. I think that a double-breasted unbuttoned when you are sitting is almost mandatory. But even when you are standing, wearing it open for me. It's not a problem, and you will see more and more in Italy, specifically when it's really hot, it's okay to open your double breastfeed. It all It's all about you, how you can put it off. And me, I love to wear them open. One very last trick is, do you know, and that's another debate, is everybody says, even on the six-on-two, you never button the last button. Never. Some people say, if you look at the golden age of Hollywood in the 1940s, uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart back in the years uh, Gary Cooper or Fred Astaire they were wearing their double breasted suit, even Cary Grant with the last button, button so it's a matter of fashion but do you know where this fashion of never buttoning the last button of a jacket except on a six on one because this is the only one you can button but on a six on two or on a normal single breasted jacket there's a rule saying you never, never, never button the last button. Why? In fact, it comes from our good friend, the King Edward VII uh, in England. We are at the beginning of the 20th century. Um, and this guy, that uh, he had a nickname called Bertie. And this is actually my favorite tie knot. It's called the Old Bertie. This is the way this guy was uh, tying his knot. And I will explain this to you in a future episode of Sotorial Talks. And so Bertie, Edward VII, was too big and too fat, and so he was unable to button the last button of all his jackets and all his waistcoats and vests. So this is why, uh, to please the king, all the courtesan and the court decided that it was now a rule uh, not to make the king uncomfortable and feel bad, Everybody started not to button the last button just to mimic the king. But in fact, the reality is that the king didn't button the last button because he couldn't button it for some physical reason. So you see, behind every uh, rule, quote-unquote, like that, there's always a very um, pragmatic um, um, origin. And this is the origin of why we don't button the last button of ours. So I hope... You know now more about double-breasted. I hope this will give you some guidance and some guidelines on how to acquire your double-breasted. I really invite you to try this kind of suit because it's more than a suit. It's a stylistic statement. You're gonna feel extremely comfortable in it and at your best, and this is what we want you to be. At your best. Cheers.